Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's involve risk. And now, live from the TCL Broadcast Studios, it's Joe Suchere and Patrick Royce with Sports Talk. About a 50% chance of rain in Chicago at 7 o'clock. I hope they get the game in. And I bet they'll make every effort to it. Oh, yeah, they don't want to disappoint the fans. <laughs> They don't want to disappoint those 8,000 Mighty Whitey fans. We don't know if Reavers made excited. it to the ballpark or not. Oh, that's right. That's right. He's uh, he's on the way. with uh, Driving today with two kids and then going straight to the ballpark. That's uh, 99 that's a, bottles that's of a, beer on the wall. That's a brave man right there. Did he take the that two kids by himself? Took them both, yeah. yeah. Well, no, but did the missus go with him? Hell no. She thinks she's crazy. <laughs> she said... Some quality father son. Yes, time. yes. Wow. I don't know. I can see taking the five year old, but the two year old, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know I don't if know I would. About, I don't know about bringing. Uh, every time I see, every time I see Leland, he looks like he's up to no good too. Right, so I don't right. think I'd. Uh, you're I dealing with it. a short attention span at two. Yeah, yeah. Yep. You're you you drive seven hours, a little over to get to the south side, and then you got a kid who wants to leave after two innings. <laughs> Right? Are you driving down? Yep. And you're leaving when? Thursday. Thursday morning? But I'm not going to any game till Friday afternoon. Yeah. All right. In fact, I might go home and see if I can get the bride Here we go. to load her up about uh, 8 o'clock uh, Wednesday night and drive three hours and stay in beautiful downtown Toma or something and just make it a nice, relaxing Thursday drive. <laughs> I don't like the seven-hour drive. <laughs> Got to break it up a bit. Yeah. Break it up a bit. See the town. That's right. Just you don't know. forget her when you're on the, ga- I gotta, at the I gas gotta, station. I got a hunch she'll, uh, she'll pass on that, though. Hey, big, big comeback for the finger in sporting events today and yesterday. The the bird is making a big comeback. Really? Last night. And this, does this have to do with soccer? Well, that's partially. But last night, the NBA, like the NHL, is having its awards ceremony, mm-hmm. giving out awards for things earned two and a half months earlier because mm-hmm. they're all regular season-based, right? Not playoff-based. And Charles Barkley's up there at the stage with who, some other fairly modern player. I'm not sure who's And They're talking about, they got Elgin Baylor in the crowd and Bill Russell in the crowd and... Uh, 
He's saying, we owe a lot to guys like Bill Russell and Bob Charles is going on and they put the camera on Bill Russell and he gives him the sneaky finger. Really? <laughs> you know? yeah, just, he was always a kind of a disturber, a scamp. Well, but, I would say scamp. He's not a. He was not a bad guy or a mean guy. Oh no! But he was great. As he was Charles before Charles on yeah. TV. People don't remember that when he first started. When he first stopped playing and coaching, he became the ABC yeah. uh, analyst, and he was hysterical. He was extremely irreverent and funny as hell. And it was at a time when we weren't used to that, you know. So, uh, but. Then today, Argentina mm-hmm. is playing Nigeria, and they have to win. Okay. They have or to else. win. So now it's 1-1, but the, their greatest star is Maradona, right? Okay. Diego Maradona. He won the, uh, the World Cup for them in Mexico City in whatever year it was with a handball, which is illegal. Mm-hmm. The ref didn't see it. Mm-hmm. And he said that it wasn't that it wasn't his, his hand. Finger. It was the hand of God. He said ah, it was the hand of God that knocked, knocked it in. Well, and he's become kind of this chubby, been alleged drug user, crazy guy, but he's still a hero there. So yeah. they bring him along with their delegation. First of all, today the game's going on. Somebody tweets out a photo of him just basically passed out hanging over the back of his chair. <laughs> so now it's 1-1 and they're uh I they're late. They're late in regulation time before they get to that extra time. And Argentina, what the hell is extra time? They at well, they don't stop the clock when the ball goes out of bounds or yeah. stuff like that. So they they uh, they uh estimate how much time was killed when people were just chasing the ball when it went into the stands or something. That's they what just, the timekeeper is for, though. You got one they job. They just estimate it. Right. Okay, they but basically so just some teams are leading five to one, and the t- and the time ends. Do they? Does every game get extra time? Generally speaking, yes. Huh. Generally speaking, there's always been a minute or two. Yeah. But it's how many delays there are, how many times the ball's kicked out of play, and then not put immediately back into play and maybe they have a more refined system now where they actually keep seconds and stuff but it used to be used to be refs whim Ah. but anyway they finally score yep with late in the and the argentina crowd which was most of it goes nuts and crazy and they're crying and maradano's in kind of a uh Little, not in in outside, but a, a suite type deal, a special seating okay. area, and he basically goes like this, and then double, double <laughs> gives the, double the finger bird, to the birds. Nigerian fans, of whom there was probably fourteen Ooh. of them. He's basically <laughs> giving everybody the TV cameras. The uh, yeah, it was the forceful uh, bird. It was a high class, uh, uh, something that you would expect. From I just uh, want to know where the final is. That's oh, all I want to know. Weeks from now. Okay. It's not even close. All right. <laughs> not even, we aren't even out of the group play yet. So once we get to the, out of the group play, which I think is two more days, I don't think we start the knockout round till next Tuesday, and then you only have two games a day, 
which and there's uh, eight games to play. So. Is England still alive? Oh yeah, they're in good shape. They're in. They've uh, they're they 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 still have a third game to play, but they've advanced. Does already. Rooney play for him? No. Oh God, no. He's I think he's been run out now. I don't think he plays anymore. But the, the countries have teams that when they're not doing the World Cup. These guys are playing for other teams, right? Uh, no. All, everywhere in the world, they basically shut it down except here. They basically no, shut it down. No, what I mean is when, when uh, Redondo, what's his name? Ronaldo? Ronaldo. When he's not he playing in the World for, Cup, he plays for... One a, of the Spain teams. Yeah. Barcelona, Barcelona or Madrid. Yeah. Barcelona or Madrid, I'm not sure. I'm not up on my soccer. No, I'm not either. But... Uh, and Messi does too, the Argentinian, the mm-hmm. great Argentinian who scored a goal today. He plays for a team too. Yes, they play elsewhere. But yeah. uh, and supposedly Rooney, somebody just told me. I think Manny Hill, who knows all, told me that, uh, or Brad Lane, I guess, said that uh, Rooney supposedly signing with the Washington franchise, really? DC United. Hmm. So bring Colleen over here and yeah. see. You know, maybe she'll stay back and hang out in the. Canary Islands. They or take a lot of holidays. Oh, they do. They do. Colleen, especially. Colleen takes a lot of holidays. Colleen's getting a little age on her now, though. I don't know. She's going to have to keep working out to keep up with the other wags, I'll tell you. Yeah, the wags are pretty good looking. <laughs> mm-hmm. the, the, uh, the tabloids, the London tabloids, truly enjoy the little bit of off season they get mm-hmm. when they all go on holiday mm-hmm. when all the wags go on holiday mm-hmm. it's, it's pretty damn good yeah. i saw a picture of the wags today oh, you can't that, open a, a tabloid without oh, seeing the well, wags because they're all in washington uh, they're all in russia now, yeah. Right? yeah 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 well, you know who has some good looking wags well they all do iran really yeah aren't they all covered up yeah a little more relaxed clothing. Not the ones know? that like soccer. No. <laughs> don't they have uh, to wear the head stuff? And uh, I don't think so. They, uh, I saw some who were very fetching. Really? Well, Pat, yeah. you are two steps ahead of, you're one step ahead of both of us, because how much World Cup have you watched, Joe? Uh, none. About as much as uh, I I watched maybe 20 minutes, because it's on uh, in there when you got you're nothing in. 20 on. 20 minutes. Well, you're on. That's nothing 20 on. minutes more than me. Yeah. <laughs> well, I do enjoy seeing... The countries such as Argentina that would basically destroy itself if they if they wouldn't have advanced mm, to the knockout mm, round right. because if they don't win today they they don't advance and then they're they're humiliated the coach gets fired you know who knows what happens to the players they might disappear and, we know. just as, as sports crazy as the United States no nah, we don't we're not going to have there's nothing really get, for God and country no no we we pretend but there's really there's really not not even the Olympics don't involve us quite as much as they used to either. Because the Olympics don't mean what they used to mean. They're 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 overdone. Plus, we're the bad guys. Yeah. We used to be the good guys because Russia was the the worst. As I say once again, bring back the Iron Curtain. Much better for the Olympics. <laughs> Much better for the Olympics. So, so was the, so were the East Germans. Yeah, they were great for the Olympics. Oh. Yeah, we hated them. You get Broomhilda there with <laughs> yeah, a shot right. put in her. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, you wanted to hate the East Germans. Full beard. Yeah. We, we don't know. Uh, yeah, I think experiments were done. Tamara right Press. I remember Tamara Press in the '60s, the shot putter man. I went. That wasn't no gal. No, no, they were that doing was Barry. Some, there were some hijinks. <laughs> she looked like Barry. That was Heinrich. <laughs> Barry yeah. could bring it. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Who's not Barry? Bongo. Could, Bongo. 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 Barry's could bring the it. other guy. That's that just, buddy you knew from way back. Just, oh, yeah. just see who the wild hired today. 
Tommy Kerbers, yeah. the great Tommy Kerbers. He played at UMD, I guess. Yeah, he's been Hobie Baker winner. Mm-hmm. Last college game, four overtime loss in the national title game to Bowling Green. Really? Yeah, that was a heartbreak. Now, is he assistant GM to Fenton? Yes. Yeah, he, he'd been in Tampa for uh, with Iserman for 10 or 11 years. He'll be on today at 4.15. Well, Tampa's had a good program, oh, and so is yeah. Nashville. This guy, very sharp hockey, hockey guy, Tom Kerbers. All right, just a moment. year was he played 17 years he played uh i don't know mid 70s so playing getting out of college in 20 mid 40 years ago 43 years ago 65 that's pretty young 65 66 yeah well you think football might have helped i think it helps uh to bang your head 15 times a game seven uh 70 uh some years he is in the San Diego Chargers Hall of Fame because he played there eight years. Mm-hmm. He played there nine. He played here nine, and he is not in the Vikings Ring of Honor. Really, might be their third best offensive lineman ever behind Randall McDaniel and uh, Ron Yeri, but he's not in their uh, Ring of Honor. As ha- of yet. Have you been to the new practice facility? No, sir. I've been by it when they were building it, uh, driving on that part of uh, 494. But so I the entire Mankato tradition is, is done. done. We're done, baby. We're done. We just dropped them like a bad habit. And the public will be accommodated for practices. In some version, but it's all, it's the the impromptu, the impromptu waking up at 10 o'clock in the morning and saying, hey, let's drive to Mankato for afternoon practice. That's over. You got to have tickets ahead of time. You have to make arrangements. You got to get your parking, 10 bucks to park. And I think you have to get your parking ahead of time, too. You got to pay 10 bucks for your parking ahead Are of time. Are you kidding me? No. No, I'm not. Wow. It's all organized. That's thievery. So no more just putting a lawn chair in the trunk, grabbing yeah, the kids, kids and sitting say, yeah, outside a chain link fence. What the hell? We got, it's, it was supposed to rain, but it's not raining. So let's, let's go, go watch the Vikings practice. Those days are over. These people are weasels. <laughs> Man. Yeah, and uh, there are uh, now you get in for free. You got to pay park, but you get in for free. Except there's, of I think there's they're gonna let five thousand people in a day, but and uh, one thousand of them can pay twenty bucks to sit and watch. What about the do-gooders? Can they take Metro Transit? I don't. I don't think you can get out to Egan on Metro. Oh, I guess is there a bus? You know, take a bus. Hell if I know. Probably take you three days to get there, right? Yeah, on a bus. Good, good for you. It's uh, keep it, you out of our hair. It's the old Northwest Airlines hangar out there. Right. That's uh, and it's it's right off four ninety four. But I haven't been out there yet. I, I've seen it from the freeway. I think it's too complicated. Just like the new, just like the the new dome. It's too complicated. Mm-hmm. I like walking in the door and knowing where the hell I'm going. So what's happening to Winter Park? Uh, Ziggy owns it, and he's going to develop it. A lot of people thought he could sell that land for more money than he paid for the land in Egan, but yeah. but I think he's a developer. What's he going to do? He's going to develop it. Apartments, it's, stuff like that. Part, yeah, something something there. Mm-hmm. There's that big warehouse right next door. I, I, he's probably trying to get his hands on that, too, I would think. Do you remember when the Vikings headquarters was on uh, France, France Avenue? Avenue? I certainly do. In a little- Ticket office about the size. 
an office about the size of this studio. Yeah. Uh, the you know France and what? Give me some right per, uh, right across uh, from the where the Barleys is. Though out there on uh, what, uh, what between Crosstown and, and, and 494. Oh, okay. Yeah, France. Yeah, it's right. on France, right up the uh, right uh, south of uh, of uh, Southdale. Okay. Yeah, they're little, little tiny. What well, it used to be a, a restaurant headquarters, I think, or next, became a restaurant. Year, maybe it did. Yeah. yeah, but it was it was very modest to say the least but that's where finks would have held court yeah yeah finks that's yeah. is this uh, is this a trend in the nfl or um is this new oh no, no, the vikings are the vikings it's just all follow over texas yeah so they're following a trend yeah, dallas is happening all over okay Kenny, it's the same thing that's happened to spring training baseball <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Well, they have magnificent complexes now you but should. I mean, with baseball, at least they're accessible, mm-hmm. and it's you know Kenny, I, the greatest thing about the old Vikings when they were going to Super Bowls, the practice facility was Midway Stadium in September. Once they left Mankato or Bemidji, right. yeah. they'd go to Midway Stadium and wait till the baseball season was over at Met Stadium. Then they'd pack up the four trucks they needed then. Mm-hmm. And drive out to Met Stadium, and then they'd practice at Met Stadium. No kidding. And when it snowed or sleeted or or stuff, they'd roll back the tarp about twenty yards, and they'd practice on one end. They'd uh, practice for one end, yeah, and you know, go to Super Bowls. And the punters, you'd see the punters out there, and they'd be kicking the ball, land in the snow. They'd have to go take it out of the snow and come back. And <laughs> Jim Marshall threw a football at my head <laughs> there. at Midway Stadium. Did he? And if, it if it would have hit me, it would have killed me. Mm-hmm. It went by my ear like a bullet. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh! Yeah. They thought that was amusing. Well, yes. <laughs> I think I wet myself. Uh, he's, uh, you know what? You had that was your one and only near death experience. He had about 20 of them. Yeah. yeah. You know, crashing his. He was telling me about the uh, the, gl- the hang glider that mm-hmm. he crashed out here in uh, in Bloomington. Yeah, he went about forty feet and ended up in. He got up and boom, was it a glider? No, it was one of those electric glider. It was one of the, yeah, yeah, it was a little tiny yeah. single Prop on it. single fan, all you would say, fan, an yeah. ultralight. Yeah, but really smaller than that, yeah. almost just hanging on. And, and he, he was probably too big for it. Oh, it crashed into was the it, fence. Was he part of uh, Jim Clo- Klobuchar's yeah. ill fame? Yeah, he was on that thing. Yeah, yeah, when the guy died. Yeah, he was but I wouldn't believe any quotes you would have read from Marshall if, if Klobuchar wrote him. Mm. He would have made them all up. Yeah, but they would have been good, man. They would have been good quotes. <laughs> they would have been good quotes. But it would have been nothing Jim Marshall said. <laughs> well, yeah. maybe near death. I can see Jim Marshall having good quotes up there. Say, we'll be back shortly, but now thanks to our great friends in Owatonna, Minnesota, at Federated Insurance, where it's their business to protect your business, and nobody does that better than Federated. It's Bruce Vale from the Wall Street Journal in Your Money Now. Well, we had some gains on Wall Street today. After a big sell-off yesterday, stocks recovered just a bit. Some of the gains did fade away in the final few minutes of trading, but the Dow Jones Industrial Average hung on for a 30-point gain, closing at 24,283. The Nasdaq Composite rose 29 points. The S&P 500 gained 6. CBS and the NFL have extended their agreement to stream games that are 
airing on the network on CBS All Access. The deal will extend the agreement through the 2022 NFL season. The entire 2018-19 NFL season, including the Super Bowl, will now be streamed live on all CBS All Access platforms. Hershey is partnering with Dollar General on military appreciation bars. The candy bars feature exclusive wrappers with red, white, and blue motifs and messages supporting the military. The lineup includes Hershey's chocolate bars, Kit Kats, and Reese's. The two companies will also donate $10,000 to the USO to further support military service members around the world. I'm Bruce Vale with your money now on 1500 ESPN. Holy crap. You wouldn't believe the crash I'm looking at. Thank you very much, Bruce. We'll let you go. We're going to get to this one. And it's sponsored by Jersey Mike Subs. Some poor doofus in a uh, an SUV dragging a bumper pull camper lost control on eastbound Highway 10 at County J. He spun it around. The camper's now laying on its side, oh. and the SUV pointed into the ditch. The right lane of eastbound Highway 10 is closed there. Looks like there is an ambulance on the scene, so I'm not sure of any injuries or the extent of those injuries, but expect big delays eastbound 10 uh, as you approach 35W. The sub-above difference is substantial. After all... All right, we've got a crash on uh, eastbound Highway 10 at County J that has traffic slowing prior to Airport Road. The right lane is closed at the scene. Down in Chaska, Highway 41 now closed over the Minnesota River, and MnDOT's building a big old dike along 35W between Black Dog and Cliff. It's going to take all day tomorrow to do that, so I'll look for right lane closures in Burnsville. Now back to Sports Talk on 1500 ESPN. What am I looking at on Channel 22? So it's a bumper pull camper uh, being drugged by uh, an SUV, and it looks like he lost it or had to hit the brakes or something happened. Uh, The car looks like the car stayed upright, but the camper is laying on its side. Eastbound 10 County J, that's just prior to southbound 35W. Here's John Height. By the way, nice post. Thank you. It's cloudy and 73 degrees. Twins opening up a nine-game road trip tonight against the Chicago White Sox. Lance Lynn pitches for the Twins. Righty Ronaldo Lopez goes for the White Sox. Uh, There is a a decent chance of rain. Hopefully they'll be able to get that game in. Uh, Twins have recalled Jake Cave from Rochester to take the spot of Ryan Lamar, who they optioned over the weekend. Minnesota Lynx in action. I'll tell you what, gentlemen. The days that you you think you could have gotten Calvin to pay the transportation and the uh, service time for a guy because you want a left-handed hitting route fielder (laughs) instead of a right-handed hitting outfielder for a week. No, what are you? Would have bothered to ask? That's right. We're going to switch because we see they're starting six right-handers, so we're going to switch outfielders. What does this mean for Joe's uh, dope-smoking friend? (laughs) He's still there. Okay, Can't good. get rid of him. <laughs> good. He's, he's just hoping they don't play him, Kenny. If, just, if, if I was him, I'd get a haircut so they didn't notice me. <laughs> Links in action at home tonight playing the Seattle Storm. It's like me during sports talk. God, <laughs> yeah, right, I hope they don't right. talk to me today. Right. Jeez. <laughs> New Minnesota Wild GM Paul Fenton has installed uh, Tom Curvers as assistant general manager. Curvers, a Bloomington Jefferson grad who won college hockey's Hobie Baker Award back in 1984 at Duluth, then played 11 seasons in the NHL. First Bulldog, I think. First Bulldog. I don't think Bill Watson ever won it. 
News notes from today. Star Tribune reporting a tense standoff at a New Hope apartment between law enforcement and a man holding two kids ended this afternoon with a man's capture and no injuries. The children were not harmed, according to emergency dispatch audio aired from the scene about 2.15 this afternoon. It began as a domestic dispute between the man, possibly armed, and his girlfriend last night around 8 o'clock. Uh, John Elder with the police department, our city council member, I'm sorry, said uh, the woman left the apartment at some point and told police the suspect was threatening to harm her children. Dispatch audio revealed in the first handful of hours the kids inside were two and four years old. Meanwhile, a man drove his vehicle through a fence and into a house shortly before noon today in Forest Lake, then set fire with gasoline in the garage and barricaded himself in until his capture this afternoon. Hmm. Uh, this all happened at uh, shortly after 1 o'clock. Another domestic, Johnny? Yep. Uh, shortly after 1 o'clock, he surrendered to law enforcement. No injuries to anyone on the property. The commander said the suspect started a fire in the detached garage. He did not say how much damage the blaze caused. Uh, Commander Greg Weiss said the mayhem stemmed from a dispute the man had with his ex-wife, who lives in the house where the garage was located. A lot of goofy guys let the the domestic associate drive them crazy, Mm -hmm. don't they? They Let them drive them crazy. (laughs) Four people saved... Live and let live, that's what I say. Four people... I've heard a few of your comments. <laughs> Sometimes not as easy in practice as uh, as you think. Four people saved on the Rum River in Isanti County yesterday after the inner tubes they were using to float on the river popped. Oh, yeah. a couple of chubbies or what? Yeah. What's going on here? The incident happened. <laughs> oh, struggling I've never heard tubes. of a popped inner tube. I haven't either. No. Yeah. Oh. Would they hit rock or yeah. something? Incident happened around four in the afternoon, just south of the city of Isanti. According to the Isanti County Sheriff's Office, an adult and three kids were holding onto a tree while stranded in the river after the inner tubes popped. Uh, nobody was injured during the incident. The uh, sheriff said all the parties were wearing personal flotation. They don't, have, hmm. they don't have giant carp or something in uh, the oh, Rum River, man. do they? Oh, goodness. In its decision to uphold the travel ban, the Supreme Court also repudiated a long discredited ruling that nonetheless stood until today. The case that upheld the constitutionality of forcing Americans of Japanese descent into detention camps during World War II. The opportunity to revisit the ruling presented itself in a dissenting opinion by Justice Sonia Sotomayor, which compared the internment of Japanese Americans to groups affected by the Trump travel ban. Chief Justice John Roberts rejected that comparison, but he did say the reference to Korematsu versus the United States affords this court the opportunity to make express what is already obvious. Korematsu was gravely wrong the day it was decided. See, very even-handed Supreme Court. Has been overruled in the court (laughs) of history. Against determined camps. And to be clear, has no place in law under the Constitution. Uh, Now, I had to look up a word that he said here. Let me see if you guys know what it means. He said, it is wholly inapt, I-N-A-P-T, to liken that order to a Neutral policy. Design. I don't think that's a word. I know. It well, is a word. I looked it up. It and he used it correctly. You're kidding. Inapt, that was inept. Yeah, well, in, and they're two different two things. Two different words. Inapt means inappropriate, maybe? Uh, it yeah. means not suitable or appropriate. That's yeah, correct, Patrick. Mm-hmm. So he said it's totally inapt to liken that morally repugnant order to a uh, facially neutral policy denying certain foreign nationals. Has he got, has he got a tweet editor? Has he got somebody who follows him around? He says, here, here's my latest one. Check With it. Trump? Yeah. Oh, God, no. He doesn't care about grammar. Oh, I, he he, doesn't yeah, care he about often about gets it. How could he get that word right? No, no, no. This was John Roberts. This was John Roberts. Then I would hey, not Joe, have doubted it. Joe, are you listening? If Trump <laughs> would have tried to, it, 
if it if Trump had had inapt, everybody it would have been inapt, misspelled. Right, <laughs> what it would have been with Trump. So. Uh, he got a big supporter today, though. David Lynch, one of the one of the clearest thinking. All you yeah. got to do to go to one of his movies, you know how clear that brain's well, working. Well, uh, but part of that. <laughs> did Wait, you what? see the follow up to that? Wait, he, explain uh, this. Back well, up. Well, David Lynch said he has the possibility of becoming the greatest president uh, in the history of the United States. Uh, but he followed that, and nobody pointed this out by uh, writing a letter to the president saying, if he doesn't quit being, you know, uh, well, bad in areas he thinks he's being bad in, that he won't be the greatest president okay. in the history of the United States. So uh, David followed that up with a, a caveat, shall mm-hmm. we say. So I learned uh, watching Drunk History that these, uh, <laughs> these internment camps, they actually jailed and put Americans Oh and, yeah, but oh, I yeah. mean, I mean, fellas, I mean, born in oh, the USA, one hundred percent citizens, born here right. on these that's soils, right. off to off to jail. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's amazing. That was FDR that did that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, the hero FDR. A lot of mm-hmm. uh, a lot of political pressure. Then we couldn't trust him. Well, back to that last story. Was that uh, inapt? What is interesting yeah. is why didn't we put Germans in internment camps? It's a good point. Because mm-hmm. they you, didn't bomb Pearl what, Harbor. I what are you doing, ah, Matt? I guess so. They could have put my family in if it was German. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Try again, Matt. What, what okay, do go do? ahead, Ron. Matt's doing to, something here. He was supposed here. to inapt natural. Does this look like gub or gun? <laughs> oh, God. I'm sorry. I backed gun. it up. Yes. But what's apt, mate? It's act. A-C-T. Act <laughs> natural. Please put $50,000 into this bag. Act natural. Uh, oh, I see. Uh, this is a holdup. Yes. May I see your gun? If this was the old days and that was on cart, I would bulk erase that and then immediately break the cart. We've heard that enough. Would you do it? Would I you, never want to hear that again. Would you be acting natural while you did? <laughs> I'm going to tackle you. What's apt? Oh, it's apt. So, John, <laughs> Kenny, don't you, encourage him, Kenny, Joe. <laughs> Kenny, what you're lobbying for with, on this show is all new material. Then huh? I I made the mistake. <laughs> of, I made the mistake. funny, Kenny. I made the mistake of turning you morons on once during a vacation, and you're doing this, he's blurry thing. Oh, my God, you do the blurry thing yeah, once we a done week. That ages. That's because, uh, Francis, I told Francis if he ever says it again, I'm seriously, I'm going to kick him right yeah. in the baby maker. He ha- okay, I will admit he has a problem. Any type of Bigfoot, he, he's talking about blurry. <laughs> you don't try Let's to defer it from <laughs> Reavers. Reavers is big on the blurry thing. Yeah. Blurry. Anyway. The uh, widow of First Lieutenant Garland Merle Connor waged a 22-year campaign to get his Distinguished Service Cross, which he was awarded for actions on January 24, 1945 in France, upgraded to a Medal of Honor. And uh, Today it was presented by President Trump. As it turns out, the veterans upgrade needed eyewitness accounts, which were finally found by Kentucky Congressman Ed Whitfield. Uh, His widow at this ceremony today spoke about the toll, his tour of duty, which included being wounded seven times. My goodness. Had on her husband, who she married at the age of 16. Mm -hmm. Pauline said at the Pentagon, you know, in World War II in Korea, they didn't recognize PTSD like they did in Vietnam. I've always said if anybody ever had PTSD, he did. He'd wake up in the night with nightmares, and after I'd wake him up, he would go outside, sit on the porch, and smoke cigarettes for hours at a time. Mm. However, she said the husband wouldn't speak about what happened to him overseas. What happened was uh, Connor's soldiers, the 7th Infantry, 3rd Battalion, facing a counterattack from 600 German troops armed with tank destroyers. Instead of retreating... Connor chose to run forward into enemy fire with a telephone in order to direct artillery fire wow. 
in hopes of ending the attack. Oh, what a badass. He's, wow. He stayed in an irrigation ditch for three hours until the battle was won as swarms of German soldiers moved toward the battalion. Eric Villard, digital military historian from the Army Center of the Military, said he'd just come back from being wounded before this happened. He wasn't even supposed to be there. But he came back to his unit, ran forward, volunteered the mission, and did what he did. Uh, Trump said, today we pay tribute to this Kentucky farm boy who stared down evil. He was indeed a giant, larger than life, who will never be What forgotten. was his first name? His first name was Merle, I believe. Merle. You know what I know Garland. Said. Garland. I'm you know sorry. what Garland. I would have said? Go get him, Garland. Garland Merle Connor. M-U-R-L. Let me know what you find over there, okay? Like, get back to me. Uh, <laughs> All right, before we get back to the show, uh, Patrick and I don't get to listen to GL, so we don't know what the hell you clowns are talking about. <laughs> and I've noticed on CNN here that the president uh, has decided to take on Harley for Harley uh, moving some of their manufacturing off uh, off the U- or out of the U.S. Into Europe, yeah. And I'm wondering why he would take on what I would consider to be his base. And I've heard that Joe has an explanation, and uh, you actually talked about this during Garage Logic. Well, first of all, Harley's already making bikes overseas. Okay, mm-hmm. they're they're just that's where they're selling bikes now. They're no longer selling as many bikes in this country. But they are. They did make a move to do more. Am I correct on yes. that, Joe? Yeah, that's because that's where said. their future is. But they did it in reaction to tariffs, well, correct? Because the retaliatory tariffs by the EU would increase the cost of a bike sold in, say, London by 2200 bucks. Right. Well, they fear that people will buy them then, so we'll make these bikes in Thailand and then ship them to London, and you'll, the, the buyer's not going to have to pay an additional $2,200. But, Kenny, there's no great mystery as to why Trump would rip them, because they disagreed with something he did. That's it. Just that seems simple. like that. It just seems like that crowd and the people that ride Harley Davidsons are his base. It is, but he has no consciousness about that. And the other thing, he is, stumbles into this base. They all just the time. won't. They won't vote. They they might not vote, but they're not going to vote against. It. Just if you buy a Harley in this country two years from now, it will have been made in York, Pennsylvania. It will not have been made in Argentina, or mm. Thailand, or uh, wherever else they have. They have four. Uh, Manufacturing sites off uh, outside this country, mm. but the ones in Europe you might don't have not a manufacturing be, not, site in Europe. Uh, might not be as expensive, right? They're gonna, they're trying to keep their costs down. Mm. It seems like some of the things he's done has uh, hurt what I would consider to be his base, including the how thing about with the it, how about the soybean soybean. That's farmers. exactly what yeah. I was headed for. You know, Minnesota is one of the biggest, if not the biggest, soybean producers, and we're getting kicked in the crotch by China uh, because of retaliatory, you know, tariffs and mm-hmm. stuff. I don't think he. Uh, that's not the way he operates. Okay. Yeah, tomorrow he might change his mind about Harley and say, you know what, they're right to go there. <laughs> Yes, sir. Are you looking for a hog or a piglet? <laughs> I want a sidecar. Like Nothing is as it used to be. I mean, everything is everything is different with with uh, Mr. Trump with the president. Mm-hmm. But we can make a deal. We Rice can make a you? deal for your motorcycle, Kenny. What you got? <laughs> Kenny was. Uh, I'd like to point out before that segment. No, swearing. keep that. Keep no, that you off. Were swearing no, keep it off the air. You were swearing at me, Kenny. 
Keep it off the air, Joe. Okay. Right. I think he's got a good story for you. Okay. It's a good story. I just think it's an interesting discussion, and Patrick and I, I should agree. be allowed in. Well, we are. Here's one story we are bringing back. Kenny Rook asked me to bring this back. I used it on GL. I didn't ask you to bring it back. He wanted you to hear this one. No, really. He did. That's how it worked out on the air. About this guy that bought a bag of carrots at the store. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, bad. No. Were they blurry? <laughs> they were blurry. <laughs> a machete-wielding Montana woman mm-hmm. broke into her ex-boyfriend's house. All right. Asked, uh, well, didn't ask, directed him to undress and then forced him to have sex with her, according mm-hmm. to police. As detailed in the criminal complaint. Sounds now, like role-playing to me. It wasn't. She's uh, she's arrested. He's in the no-go zone. <laughs> As detailed in the criminal complaint, 19-year-old Samantha Mears entered Ooh, a the... 19-year-old? Uh-huh. Wow. Entered the victim's Great Falls residence Friday when he wasn't home. When the man got back, Mears confronted him from behind with a machete. Mears then allegedly told the man to get on the bed and remove his clothes. <laughs> the victim told police... He we com- have a photo, Kenny. Uh, Johnny. Yeah, there was a photo of her. Uh, He's what, not what, a big guy. What do we think? She was, uh, you know... she she. Wasn't, All right. wasn't a big gal. Uh, John said I would listen to her, okay? <laughs> uh, I, I, if she had a machete, I'd listen to her, okay? What else you got? Her the, hormones were raging. The, over there. Uh, the victim, she had some urges. The victim told police that he complied with Mears for fear of his safety, adding that he did not feel he could leave the room at any time without being hurt by Mears. <laughs> Investigators say All that, four times he was threatened <laughs> with his safety. So this he, happened four days in a row. <laughs> so even with the threat and the machete, right there he still had no problem doing his his manly duty as a matter of fact the investigators say after mears removed her pants she climbed to talk the uh, top the victim and they engaged in sex oh i'm Mm -hmm. getting sweaty over here (laughs) i couldn't believe my luck (laughs) the victim said that you get a machete that's what i want they're actually pretty cheap you can get them anywhere yeah yeah the victim said that Mears, who continued to hold the machete while this was going on, <laughs> also bit him on the arm and continued to have sex with him after he attempted to end the encounter. After they were all did done... He, did he fake it? After, <laughs> after they were all done, Mears sat on the bed, still armed with her machete, and her back against the wall. It was during that time the victim took several photos of Mears with the machete in her hand. The man who provided... A little higher for me, a little, a little more to the left. <laughs> the man who provided the images to police had a bite mark on his arm when later interviewed by the cops. Uh, he was able to back out of the bedroom, call 911, and escape the residence. <laughs> Mears has been charged with aggravated burglary and assault with a weapon, both felonies. She also faces misdemeanor counts of criminal mischief, assault, and unlawful restraint. She's locked up. Uh, $50,000 bond at the Cascade County Jail. Hmm. That's an unusual story. She also has everybody in Montana trying to get her phone. (laughs) Get her bail bail money. Get her bail money. I've been to Great Falls, and uh, that does not surprise me that that happened in Great Falls. (laughs) I think the town's too small. He's got to leave. Either he has to leave or she does. (laughs) You know, back in the day, the third newspaper owned by the Cowles was... Minneapolis, Des Moines, and the Great Falls Tribune. I did oh, not know yeah, that. They owned the Great Falls Tribune. Hmm. A castaway dubbed the Naked Hermit, who lived on a desert island for 30 years, has been forced to live in civilization. Masafumi Nagasaki spent the last three decades living on a deserted island. It's called Soto Banari. That sounds like heaven. The 82-year-old who became known as the Naked Hermit because of his fondness for living in the nude said his only wish was to live on the island 
and die on the island. Well, what, what was what wrong the hell with they yank him well, off yeah, for? Leave well, the guy alone. Authorities removed him from his favorite place on Earth after he became ill in April, and now they're banning him from returning home. Wow. Mm. Alvaro Cerezo, who runs Do Castaway, which documents island castaways, said he was kicked out of the island. Uh, he called the, Somebody saw him on the island, called the police, and took him back to civilization. He couldn't even fight back at the time. He was too weak, and now they won't let him back. When he first arrived on the island... Uh, in 1989, he's lived with no phones, lighters, fresh water, or clothes. The island where Masafumi mm. braves the typhoons and mosquitoes is so deserted that even fishermen rarely ever stop there. Alvaro Cerezo spent five days with Masafumi, and during his stay was told the castaway didn't want to leave, would risk his life to protect the island. He should try to emigrate oh. to the United States, and he'll be sent back to the island. We'll send him back to the island, and it'll all work out. Hey, far. before we break here, all traffic on eastbound Highway 10 it has been stopped, oh. and nobody's getting by now at County J. A uh, tow truck just tipped that uh, bumper pull camper back up on its wheels. Uh, so I'm guessing they're going to pull that out of the way, and they'll allow traffic to get through here in the next couple of minutes. But for now, uh, eastbound 10 is closed at County J. 